Some folks look at me and see a certain swagger, which in Texas is called walking. George W. Bush. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and today's episode hits a little close to home, but it's one I need to do anyway. I've mentioned before that I'm a child of the Lone Star State, and no matter its problems, which are many, I love Texas. That doesn't mean that I won't debunk long-standing myths about the place, which is exactly what we'll do in this episode. Now when I say myths, I'm not talking about the ridiculous ones, like that we all ride horses to work, or all wear cowboy hats, and eat barbecue for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For the record, we only eat it for lunch. Breakfast and dinner are reserved for Tex-Mex. These myths are the ones that are both historical and so pervasive that some are still taught in public schools. The first myth is one that I ranted about in an episode following a resolution proposed at the 2022 Texas Republican Convention, the mistaken belief that Texas is the one state in the Union that has the right to secede from the United States. However, Texas does not have such a right, and never has, no matter what the nuns taught me in Catholic school in the 70s. The myth most likely sprang from something that was in the 1845 Annexation Resolution, the right to divide itself into as many as four additional states. This was a compromise between U.S. Senators from northern and southern states as a potential way to keep the balance of slave and free states equal. The annexation resolution makes no mention of secession. The provision became a moot point when slavery ended after the Union victory in the Civil War, and the issue was settled definitively in 1868 by the U.S. Supreme Court in Texas v. White with the court ruling that states do not have the right to unilaterally secede from the United States. Another thing the nuns got wrong is that Texas is the only state that was an independent nation prior to joining the United States. Now this is probably a case of slipshod research in the days before Wikipedia could tell us everything we wanted to know in five nanoseconds, but there's no excuse for it to persist. Technically, the California Republic existed for a little over three weeks in 1846, though it didn't control the entire state and was never recognized by any other countries. And the Vermont Republic existed from 1777 to 1791, though also never recognized by any other nations, before Vermont joined the United States as the 14th state. So maybe this is why Texas considers itself to be unique. After all, Texas was an independent nation from 1836 to 46 and was both recognized and had diplomatic relations with the United States, the Russian Empire, the Netherlands, France, and Belgium. However, we overlooked this little island chain in the Pacific called Hawaii, which was a kingdom from 1795 to 1895 and a republic from 1894 to 1898 when it became a U.S. territory. Now, Texas could try to argue that they're the only state in the continental United States to be an independent nation, but that's pretty weak. Hawaii wins this contest by roughly 100 years. 
third myth that I was taught from childhood is that Texas is the only state that's allowed to fly its state flag at the same height as the flag of the United States. This myth actually springs from the previous one about us being the only state that was its own nation and can be hard to debunk because when you look at a county courthouse in the state, if the Lone Star flag isn't flying below the stars and stripes on the same pole, it's usually at the same level on its own flagpole. What Texans either don't ever notice or completely ignore when traveling is that you'll see the same thing in Arizona, Michigan, and even worse, Oklahoma. Snopes.com goes into great detail about the U.S. flag code, details I will not subject you to here. The key point is that state flags simply can't be displayed in superior prominence to the national flag. If they're flown side by side, the U.S. flag should be on a staff of equal or greater height. To further debunk this myth, even the Texas state code says that if the state and U.S. flag are displayed on the same flagpole, the U.S. flag should be above the state flag. You may have noticed that all three of these myths share a common theme. They all, in one way or another, attempt to set Texas above both the other 49 states and even the United States itself. We made the choice to be part of the American family in 1845. It's time we stopped holding on to false narratives and embraced that family. That's our episode for today. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. Thanks a lot.